We are looking at holy matrimony. So there's a couple of interesting things in here before we actually get around to looking at the marriage, right? Um, the church. Now, do you have to get married in church? No, no you don't. Uh, what is marriage? A bond between a man and a woman. It is. Hmm? It is holy. Yes. How did it get to be holy? Because God made Eve for Adam. Because God made Eve for Adam. And behold, the very first marriage. There you go. It's holy because it's a gift from God. Uh, yeah. Yeah, God made it. Yeah. Who, yeah, who married them? I, <laughs> uh, right, Adam, uh, Eve is taken from Adam's side and then he wakes up in the morning and says, can I swipe left? Is that the way you swipe? To get, to pass on to the next one? I don't know. He's like, I'm not sure about that one. Do you have a prettier one? Like, it doesn't work like that. She's the only one there. Um, but, yeah, he's... Their marriage is, is given by, by God. It's a wonderful thing. It, well, and why is marriage given? Adam is created, and it is not good for man to be alone. He has to have a wife. So, huh? Not pretty. Yeah. Well, this is why uh, celibacy, not getting married, is a gift, right? Because it's not for everyone, and like most of us are. Yeah, most of us, it is a disaster if we're left on our own, and so. It's a disaster if we're left on our own. And so the Lord is like, hey, you need a helper. So, yeah, it's a, it's a great gift. But yeah, it is, uh, marriage is a, it's, I mean, it's an interesting thing because you don't have to be a Christian to get married. And plenty of people aren't. It is a gift that's given to mankind in general. And um, it's, it's the only thing we have from the Garden of Eden still. It's the only thing we have from, from when everything was still perfect and good. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a good thing. But it, and the, I guess it's kind of a funny thing. Everyone does it too. Like there's, there's really no societies in the world that don't do it. Yeah, every, like man, woman, that's it. Marriage is pretty much everywhere all around the whole entire world. And why is that? Well, because it's like, it's how God made the world and it's how God continues to make the world. And it's actually the only way this thing works. So, um, yeah, there, there's, it's also, a, it's also a legal contract between a husband and a wife too. So... Um, 
we've we've come to think that it's all about finding your soulmate or something like that and like the Lord gives it to us and yeah, I mean what what happens if 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 Adam's like, I'm not sure she's my soulmate. Like, well, but she's your wife. This is wonderful. Um so the church Yes, we can mess up. Oh, yeah, we, yes, we mess up marriage. And that's the thing that we'll see in this, this stuff, too, when we're looking at. The church has a lot to say about marriage because it is a gift from God. You say you can't mess up marriage? You, no, you can mess it up. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it can be challenging. So, but that's why you start off in the church, though, so. We do have a lot to say about marriage. Um, let's check out what we say about it here. The willing and deliberate desire for a man to live in mutual love, as long as they both shall live, was engendered in them by their creator. Genesis, Matthew, Ephesians. Um, that, that just means it's like common to all man. That it's something that he gave to us. We have, there are things that human beings are just built to do. And this is one of them. Um, in God's plan, they are to be living examples of the communion that all people individually and collectively may share in God through Christ Jesus. Because marriage is a gift of the creator that is not negated by the fall into sin, so that's... Adam and Eve are still married after they're expelled from the Garden of Eden. It's not like they messed up and the Lord says, well, this is not working. We're, gonna, we're just going to divorce you guys and you go your separate ways. Yeah, just divide it up. Uh, this is why they speak Portuguese in Brazil. Not really. But, um, it may be performed by civil authorities apart from the church. While such civil ceremonies are good according to civil righteousness, they do not speak the Lord's blessing or implore his grace and aid for a sanctified marriage and home. So I think that's like such an interesting thing. And there's been like a, kind of like what I wish we would do in the church is if like you got this like man and the woman who want to get married and they're already acting like they get married. Just go get married in the courthouse. Just do that. And then we'll, we'll take care of this. I just... Yeah. Um, people are so resistant to this, and I don't quite understand it. Billions. Billions of. People are resistant to church. Oh, um, yeah. Or the idea that marriage is a good thing that we should rejoice in. Yeah, this, I like that. Now, let's see, the civil authorities don't administer baptism or Holy Communion, though, right? So they can't do those things. That's not what they're there for. But this is a gift that's given to humanity in general. And so like, it doesn't have to be in a church. And it's actually kind of a strange thing. Um, and this is why you got to have a marriage license, right? Is because it is actually a civil, it's a legal thing. Um, 
Sometimes people want to get married in the church but not fill out the paperwork. Like, that's not allowed either. Like, don't, you can't do that. It's actually illegal uh, for someone to get married in the church but not actually file the legal paperwork and be not legally married. Isn't that precious? <laughs> did, did you go to the wedding with the dog? <laughs> Was the dog wearing a tuxedo at least? The dog married them. The dog married them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure he ruled very well. Yeah. <laughs> The dog was wearing a collar. Very good. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, too. You can't just marry yourself, either. Like, someone else has to actually do that and pronounce to you that you are a husband and wife. Um, and they even do this when if you go and just get married at the courthouse. They'll say, you're now husband and wife. So... Yeah, it's like you can want to be married. You can want to get married as much as possible. But if someone else won't do it, then, then you're not. Um, well, I mean. What if there's only one church in your town and you're excommunicated and there's no courthouse? Well, we got to go to the courthouse anyways because you got to have a license. Yeah. Just find a dog. Just get a dog to do it. <laughs> Maybe the cat... <laughs> Maybe the cat can marry you in international waters in the boat that it's captaining. That captain? Captain, yeah, the cat is the captain of a ship. And, um, so, well, let's keep going. Um, it, it varies state by state, but... Um, yeah, you have to have a license to get married, yeah. For me, well, again, it varies state to state what the, like, efficient does. Um, in some states, you do have to, like, register in order to do it. It's not like that here. It was, it's, it's not like that where I used to live either. But in some places, there's, like, weird rules. Like in North Carolina, where I used to be a pastor, I would have to take the paperwork in to the office. North Carolina? Yeah. Dang, I mean, South Carolina. Oh. <laughs> well, that's that's a good ways. Um, but yeah, here though you had to turn it in. You know, we got any comments on there? Um, all right, let's keep going. Third paragraph: In the Lord's name, the church through her pastors gives the heavenly Father's blessing to the willing consent and solemn promises of a man and woman. In this way, the Lord's blessing elevates the legal marriage to holy matrimony. Well, that's interesting. What we bestow in the church is holy matrimony, and what exists elsewhere is legal marriage. So, where his word and promise are uh, clearly proclaimed. Martin Luther acknowledged the purpose of holy matrimony when he wrote in his marriage booklet that when someone asks us, the pastor, to bless them in front of the church or in the church, whether to pray over them or even to marry them, we are obligated to do so. 
For whoever desires a prayer or blessing from the pastor or bishop indicates thereby, even if he doesn't actually say so with his mouth, what kind of peril and necessity is approaching and how great is his need for divine blessing and common prayer for the estate which he is about to enter. So yeah, what are you saying when you ask for a church wedding? This is holy matrimony, and we would like your prayers because we're entering into great peril. Entering into great peril. Ooh. Danger. Yeah. So, blessings from a pastor are divine? Yeah, and all, I mean, all blessings are divine, um, godly. Too, but yeah. Um, for one daily encounters all too often the kind of misfortune the devil serves up in the estate of marriage through adultery, unfaithfulness, discord, and all kinds of misery. Therefore, the Lord speaks his blessing to those who are married so that they may faithfully keep their vows. So, reading this, you're kind of like, why bother? Like, who wants that? So. But it's interesting. Things that are tough. Things that are worth doing are generally difficult sometimes. Uh, yeah, sure. All right. Um. The public desire to enter the holy state of matrimony by mutual vows lived according to the Lord's word was traditionally declared in the marriage bans. After the intention of the couple to seek the Lord's blessing is declared, the church prays that they may live in his strong love and enduring blessing. So let's flip over and look at the actual marriage bans. I meant to look this up and I totally forgot. I ran out of time this morning. What that word means. B-A-N-N. I'm assuming it's German. Interestingly, matrimony coming from French is the state of motherhood. State? Oh, wow, it is, isn't it? Matri being mother. Yeah. The state of motherhood. Wow. Well, that tells you one of the purposes of marriage. uh, To make a woman a wife and a mother. Yeah. Is that a German word? Middle English. Middle English. Practically German, I think. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right, well, let's look at the marriage bans. Um, number one, the marriage bans are required in some provinces of Canada. We're not legally required. They may also be used to announce an upcoming marriage within the congregation. I think it's interesting, like, if you publish this, um, the people actually have to stick to it then. It's a, it's a public thing, right? Public save the date card. Yeah, public save the date. And it, well, it's almost like um, switching your status on the old Facebook, you know? It's like, in a relationship, making this official, other people will know now. Um, 
The bands may be announced at the divine service immediately before the prayer of the church. Traditionally, they are published on three successive Sundays prior to the wedding. Now, in every single like wedding movie you see, um, like in, I think the last one we watched with this, do you remember? Shrek. It's also in The Princess Bride, but when they the speak now or forever hold your peace thing. So in all the movies, that's during the wedding. Um, but what we do, we, we want to make sure that this is taken care of before the wedding. Okay. Because you've already paid the florist and, huh? No, we don't want someone like coming. We don't want you coming to the wedding, wondering if you're going to walk away married. Okay. So normally, like what you see in movies with like weddings, is that the the pastor or the priest or whatever will say, "If does anyone know any reason why this couple should not be married? If if so, speak now or forever hold your peace." And then, like you know, in the movie, like someone, some like some old girlfriend gets up and says. No, I object. And then, like, they just walk away and leave, you know. So how do we deal with those kind of people? Well, we don't give them an opportunity to do that during the wedding. Instead, what we do is we say, beforehand, we're going to tell people so that they can, like, present objections to this before the wedding, Okay. So, again, you don't want to, like, wonder if you are going to walk away from your wedding actually married. So, that, that would, it's not a good start to this. Okay. So, yeah, we want, um, and, and the, the same thing, too, is, like, we actually do want people to say, like, no, 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 they should not be getting married. And you should actually be able to consider that. And the time for that to happen is probably not in front of the nine million people that you invited to your wedding when the cake is already waiting to be eaten. You know, I mean, if someone comes up and says like, no, 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 no. this guy's a piece of garbage. Don't marry him. Sorry. Like this is not the place to like figure that out. Um, instead. Yeah. You, you, you want to be notified of this sort of thing earlier than that. Um, yeah, right. You waited till now. You came all the way from Oklahoma to my wedding to. Yeah, and again, I don't know if this actually happens in real life, but it does in like almost like every single wedding movie. Yeah, that's the thing. Shrek, uh, Princess Fiona is marrying Lord Farquaad, and Shrek and Donkey are trying to break in because he's like, no, 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 I'm your true love, and. And, uh, you know, they break off the wedding. Well, he should have been able to to fix this up before the wedding took place. So, But I don't know. Lord Farquaad did not publish the marriage bands, though. He just, like, got her into it, you know. He did. He, like, met her. That, did they get married the same day they met? Do you remember? The next day. It was, like, really fast, though. Uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah, from Shrek, which is a real, it's a documentary. Um, but, 
It's also interesting, how long should your engagement be? At least three weeks. At least three weeks, weeks, yeah. Why? Because you got to give people some time (laughs) to to present any objections to your wedding, to your marriage. Is that the only reason? I don't know. Why the three weeks? Yeah, is that... Well, and also, I guess that people can um, pray for you during this time so you can prepare for these things. And... Yeah, well, um, how old are you? Like, I guarantee, like, everyone in here's grandparents got married when they were 22 years old, you know? Or younger than that. My parents are 19 and 21. Yeah, I. I it's on my vicarage in 2007 there was a couple who celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary and they were like late 60s or 70s yeah yeah like my parents yeah yeah I mean sorry 22 years old is a perfect age to get married it's fine yeah it's a weird... Well, and they think that because they think that you're going to mess up your life by getting married. Which is crazy. Like, this is a good thing. Like, this is a step to establishing stability in your life. Um, this, is, this is the Lord's... And in the lives of others. And in the lives of other people. How old are you? You better, you better get on that. You better find your Eve, man. I don't know. Can I ask a question? Yes. Are there no. actual wedding services that have that? I don't know. See, it's not even in our liturgy. Um, I don't know. I've never been to a wedding where that's been a thing. But it is interesting to me that we do provide for, for this, but just not at the wedding. You know? Well, let's, just, let's look at the actual wording of this then. On this day, legal name of the man and legal name of the woman. That's important. <laughs> you got to know who these people actually are. Uh, desire to enter the holy estate of matrimony according to the Lord's word. They desire our prayers so that they may begin their marriage in God's name and with his blessing. If you can show just cause why these two persons should not be joined together in holy matrimony, you are to declare it before the wedding. Uh, May God grant them his blessing. So, just cause. And there could be all sorts of those, you know. But yeah, you don't need to have like a three-year-long engagement. Yeah, and I've known plenty of people that have had multiple year-long engagements. A long engagement is the devil's playground. How long are you engaged? You were like... Wait, 
eight minutes, right? Well, we were going to get married in, we got engaged in December, in May, we were going to get married in December, but one of my friends had scheduled his wedding at that time. So, uh, the next year, June. A whole year? Yeah, I know. We were going to elope, but we made my mother cry, so. Why did my mother cry? She wanted her son, she wanted to see her son get married. Why? We had the wedding. They waited. We did not elope. We were going to elope that summer. But, um, oh, yeah. Eloping is just going off to the courthouse and or getting married by Elvis in Vegas or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Oh, just go to the courthouse, get married, and then have a yeah. celebration later. Same moment. They waited. We didn't elope. They didn't elope. They waited. Yeah. Same moment. Yes. Right here it says the devil serves up in the state of marriage. Uh, what? The devil serves up in the state of marriage. Um, let's see. One daily encounters all too often the kind of misfortune the devil serves up in the estate of marriage through adultery. Yeah. Yeah. Through adultery. So the devil will try and, Satan will try and ruin your marriage because it's the thing that God gave you. Yep. And he does not like the things that God gives us. Well, and think about what the very first sin is. He probably likes free will. Oh, he loves it, yeah. Here's the very first sin. What is it? Lie. No, deceive. To who? God. Who are they lying to? Who are they deceiving? One another. Adam and Eve are not trusting one another. It's a sin between those two, even. And who's causing it? Eve? No. Who? <laughs> Who, yeah, the Satan drew them into that. Yeah, and all of a sudden, they're blaming one another before God. You, you gave her to me, you dummy. I can't believe you gave this woman to me. She tempted me. This is what Adam says about his wife. Yeah. He thinks God was wrong. In giving him his wife Eve, it's her fault. She made me eat from the tree. When actually it was Adam's job to teach her about this. Okay. How did they know about the tree? Well, the Lord told Adam. How is Eve supposed to know about it? Adam teaches his wife. Discord, it's the opposite of harmony. Yeah, when things, just conflict. Things don't sound good together. Things don't look together. Um, Yeah, I think this is a good idea. This also means that, like, you're not just marrying people off the street who don't have anything to do with your church.
Yeah, I mean, the Lord ordains pastors and Yeah, they're they're everywhere, but um, yeah, it's now. There's nothing in here about like uh, making sure you get married at the pretty church or something. Yeah, I think it is too. That's not why you get married here, though. You get married here because it's your church. Um, but yeah. Yeah, and I've never, I've never done this, and I've never heard it. Yeah. I want to. So. Make sure in I know that. Yeah, it also means they got to be in church too. Yeah. Um, would it would be interesting too? I think it would make people nervous for some reason. Yep, you're the first. We'll have to do it for Todd when he finds an Eve. Huh? Well, probably easier. That's what Paul says. Yeah, he was arrested and he was put under house arrest and he was in prison, yeah. So. Uh, let's look at this prayer then. Heavenly Father, you established matrimony and desire that we keep it holy. Behold with your favor these folks who intend to have their union blessed by your word. Grant them your grace so that they may begin their wedded life in you. Live according to your word and rejoice in your strong love and enduring blessing. Good prayer. Um, we should pray for people who are getting married. We should pray for married people. And we should pray for marriage because it's like no one else is going to do this for you. And it's hard. And the world is increasingly growing hostile to it. And like, yeah, no one is going to do this for you. Um, yeah, it's rough. So you need the church and you need the you need the Lord's blessing and the Lord's prayers. Uh, the, the prayers of the church. But I always just think, like, yeah, people going to church with their spouse is so important. Are we going to read the last paragraphs? Sure. All right, back on the front page, 61. The usual place where God's blessing is publicly given is the rite of holy matrimony, clothed in scripture reading and prayer. And we'll look at the actual rite next week, too. Um, clothed in scripture and reading, scripture reading and prayer, the couple give their mutual consent and their solemn promises, employing biblically informed words. So, by the way, mutual consent, so like... Um, like 
uh, bride kidnapping is not allowed. Like, uh, you're not allowed to force someone into marriage. You both have to, you both have to turn the key in order to make it work. Like, you're not allowed to, like, kidnap a bride. Yeah. Shotgun wedding. Unless you're in Alabama. Yes. The Schroots? Yeah. No good. Can't do that. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? There is there is a lot of that around the world of of uh, like child brides and stuff forcing people into marriage and we're like ah, no yeah mm-hmm no good. Now, note that we're not against arranged marriages, though, but they still both got to turn the key. Um, Their words are followed by the Lord's blessing, which declares his sturdy and unwavering protection against any evil that may threaten their marriage from within, without or within. The Lord also blesses them with his favor so that in this new vocation of husband and wife, they uh, may please him in both body and soul, and live together in holy love until life's end. Relying on these blessings, the church prays to the Lord to strengthen the couple in faithfulness and love and to sustain them and defend them in all trial and temptation. Then she remembers all families and homes before the Lord's throne of grace and implores the Lord's renewed blessing for all people. So just basically a brief description of the marriage service. Uh, those who are married in a legal civil ceremony may receive the Lord's blessing and the blessing of a civil marriage. While affirming the lawfulness of their civil marriage, this right supplies what a government cannot give, the Lord's word, the prayer of the church, and the Lord's dependable promise of help and protection. It affirms the gift they have already received and offers prayers that they may live in godly harmony. Again, I love this. So like the marriage is something that just really does. It's the structure of the world and of any society. It's why the government is actually interested in, in having um, good, solid marriages, because it's good for society. Okay. Um, when the church desires to celebrate the marital harmony that our Lord's blessing bestows, uh, the... Anniversary or affirmation of holy matrimony is a suitable rite. Uh, we saw this like three months ago or something, maybe, with the Lamperts and their 70th uh, wedding anniversary. Totally awesome. I mean, that's amazing. So those people, they've been married 70 years. How old do you think they were when they got married? I think they're 91. So they were 20, 21 years old. Yeah, now everyone thinks that like, you can't do this stuff because the 21-year-old's not a real grown-up. I think you're a young adult when she hit 21. I think she came between 18 and 21 years old. So when you get in after 21, you're a young adult. Well. Pastor's brain doesn't have a brain. 
you'll find out that, like, I mean, you don't get that much, like, smarter ever. Like, you don't. Like, you don't change. Like, it doesn't happen. It depends on who you surround yourself with. Sure, yeah, right. If you're surrounded with other 18 to 21 year olds who are doing dumb stuff, then you're probably going to be an 18 to 21 year old who does dumb stuff. I mean, some 21 year olds have been to war and back. Yeah. What and back? To war and back already. Yeah. If you can go to war, you can get married. Yeah. It seems, seems right to me. Um, thankful for the Lord's mercy and kindness, the church rejoices in these, those solemn vows sustained and blessed by our merciful God and Father. At the same time, she looks forward to the heavenly blessing promised to all married and unmarried who faithfully live united to God and in harmony with all people. Um, and so we'll look at this more. But yeah, in Ephesians 5, we learn that marriage is actually a picture of Christ in the church. And yeah, there's so much more going on there than my soulmate. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. It's a gift. I don't know. Any questions? Uh, Things from outside of your marriage and things within your marriage. So you can face temptations from the outside or you can face temptations from the inside. There can be other people on the outside who distract you, who take you away from your marriage, adultery. Or you can become discontent with your bride, angry towards her, bitter, resent them. He's just saying, like, there's... These threats are coming from all over the place. Yeah. And you can't do it on your own. And that is like the awesome thing. And I love when we get to, when we have people who have been married for 70 years and you get to uh, give thanks to the Lord for their marriage in front of the church, you know? You're like, oh, wow. Awesome. Those are people you want to hang around and learn from. The, that couple that's living together, suffering together, rejoicing together, who have been through... I mean, it's crazy. What, what people who are 90 years old have been through? Why are they suffering? Oh, they've been through all sorts of things together, you know? And once you get to be 90... Like, you had all sorts of other stuff to do, and that's... So, they, they haven't gone to church ever since that day. I know, yeah. Well... They, the 70-year-olds, year yeah, ever since that day, they, they haven't gone to church. Yeah, and I've been to visit them. Uh, yeah, again, like, 
when you get to be in your 90s, there's all sorts of things that stop you from getting around. Actually, they were here a couple weeks ago. Um, but yeah, it's... I think they were here... Yeah, it's also not a normal time. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we. That is nice of you to notice. Yeah. It's always good to. Well, that was the first time I went to church here on Sunday. Oh. That was like three months ago. Yeah. I think they were here at one of the Christmas services. But um, yeah, it's 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 great. So yeah, th- those are people you want to stick around. Where do you find people like that? Craigslist. <laughs> Craigslist. Uh, hey, they're right here. You know, they're right here. You got all sorts of people here who've been. Uh, Fighting for their marriage for decades and or just a month, you know? So we're all kind of working on it together. Any questions? Well, uh, let us pray. Lord, we give thanks for your gift of holy marriage. Uh, We pray for all those who are married, that they would um, love one another um, and live in harmony. We pray for all those who are uh, not married, that they would either be content with their station in life or that they would uh, find a a, a suitable spouse. Uh, Bless us all. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks, everyone.